What's up, everybody? It is the Good Life Podcast, the kickback. It's your host, Good Life underscore Russ. I go by that on all social media handles. Make sure you like my shit, follow my shit, subscribe my shit, talk about the shit, do something. And my name is Carissa. Um, I am part owner in Ingenuity Solutions, along with my um, partner, Ebony Jefferson. Nice. Well, welcome. And congratulations. So today we're here to talk about work-life balance. What do you, what does that consist of? What does that mean to you when you hear work-life balance? Man, like juggling my job, my children, you know, um, family, just it's everything. (laughs) It's hard. Yeah, it is hard. It's hard. It seems like every time something new comes into my life, my balance changes. Or, you know, the ratios to what goes to what changes. Mm-hmm. So how do you allocate that time? What, what do you find helpful? Um, me, I'm a, I like to meditate. It helps me, you know, deal with everything as well. Oh, nice. Okay. Yeah. So you like to be balanced. Yeah, <laughs> definitely. So what do you feel like in your day gets the most of your time? And why? Honestly, work. Okay. And why? Work is because that's where I'm at majority of my day. You okay. know, I um, don't get much too much time at home. So. <laughs> so it's work. <laughs> work. What do you want it to be? Uh, my family, my kids. Um, I want to be to the point where, you know, whether working or not, I'm able to be with my children. Okay. Do you have you a plan know? for that? Do you feel like. We were even taught that. How, how does that make you feel when you think like, okay, I want to be with my family all the time, but right now it's work, which mm-hmm. it's like that for a lot of people, you know, mm-hmm. it was like that for me for some time, but what do you feel like is going to get you to the next level to get you to that, that family? Um, I think my, my biggest thing was starting a business because okay. I felt like that gave me more time to be my own boss when, you know, I'm able to dictate the times that I'm spending and incorporating, you know, that my business is, I'm able to have children around me, mm, you know, so whether smart. it's, I'm doing something, I can always take my kids with exactly. me. Exactly. Okay. You know? So you finessing it. That's... Yeah. And I definitely want to show them that, you know what I mean? That aspect of life too, because I don't believe I was taught. My mom just worked. Mm. My dad just worked. You know, mm. I went to school, I went to daycare, um, they was at work, <laughs> you know, grown people still. it wasn't a lot of, you know, parent time unless it was on a Saturday or a Sunday, you know, during the week the as you come home, times. you know, get homework done, hop in the bed. Yep. You know, and then you got to see, that's why that, that life is so difficult. And mm-hmm. I've tried structuring my life around working, but it's tough because Things aren't always going to go how you see fit. You know, Thursdays ain't always going to be family day. Mm-hmm. Fridays ain't always going to be movie night. You know, other things come up, especially as your kids start getting older, mm-hmm. especially as we start getting older. We start adding more things to our life that will cut into, you know, our time with each other. I think the most important thing for me is a work-life balance is realizing, especially when you have kids, that all your kids um, require different time. They require different things. And... A lot of this stuff we weren't taught. So (laughs) as much as I want to sit around and be like, you know, we weren't taught this, we weren't taught that, we weren't taught a lot of shit. Mm -hmm. And I've seen both. I've seen 
my mom work and she's also had businesses and clubs. She's had all types of shit, daycares. So I understood, you know, she worked for herself, but I wasn't taught those things. I wasn't taught the business of it. I wasn't taught the structure of it. It was just a thing. It wasn't even something I was dragged into. You know what I mean? My childhood, we was more forced into getting jobs. And I knew from a young age, like, working just wasn't for me. So every time I worked, I knew it was temporary. I'm going in there, like, I even telling them, like, yo, you know, some come up with my family or my personal life. Like, wow. don't be expecting me on Tuesday. <laughs> it's going to be a lot of hurt feelings of it here. <laughs> Have a backup for me. And there are people that work the job, you know, the bosses are just like, what? But then when they see my work ethic, they're like, okay, I get it. Mm-hmm. He ain't going to be working for nobody for too much longer. <laughs> I get it, you know? So they use me, the smart company, use me while they have me. Like, there's no career that's for everybody. There's no career going to enter and say, well, this is mine. If they find somebody new, they're going to replace you. Somebody better. So while you there, learn. You know what I mean? While I was in my job, I was learning. While I parent, I learn. And I feel like all of those different stages help us figure out where we want to go. But we spend so much time, like, dreading our job and not taking it serious. You know, I've seen that from so many people there. They're like, I've been here for 10 years. I'm like, okay, mm-hmm. awesome. What would you get out of it? A paycheck and a job and some benefits. But, like, you wasting your time. Mm-hmm. I've been there before. <laughs> I've been there before. Yeah, you wasting your time. Yeah. And that's okay. Because once you realize you fucking up, that's room for growth. That's yeah, room to you do have something to, different. It's something to learn from. Absolutely. That's why I never knocked jobs until I got one. You know, I wasn't the type of person to sit around like, no, working's not for me, but never had a job. Mm-hmm. You don't fucking know until you do it. You know what I mean? So if we consistently get in the habit of doing new things, we'll start to figure out our balances. That's what I'm learning. Because every time I do something new and it stimulates me, it throws off my balance in another area, which is that's supposed to happen. You know what I mean? We're supposed to change and grow and keep evolving. So now I feel like I'm trying to figure out. I'm kind of nervous because as I get closer to everything I want, I'm like, damn, I'm going to have to put all that in a balance. You know what I mean? Which is fucking hard as shit. Imagine your five favorite things being on the table and like, all right, you got to pick between these. Like, what? I can't. <laughs> pick for me. <laughs> Give them all 25, 20%. <laughs> I can't. I can't do this. This is too much. And that's what I'm learning life is becoming. Like, people think happiness is like you get what you want. That shit becomes harder. Because now you got a whole bunch of shit you want and you got to decide what you what you need right now. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And that's mm-hmm. harder. It's easier when it's two things you need and the rest is bullshit. You can just cut the bullshit out. When it's six things you actually need and they all need their own time and attention and TLC, that's tough. That's something big I'm teaching my kids. Like They want to do the shit they're good at all day. I'm like, but it don't work like that. You need to work on your weaknesses. Stuff that you're not good at. Yeah. Anybody can sit and do fun and shit they're good at all day. That's not hard. Do some shit y'all don't normally do. I mean, still work at the stuff. You know what I mean? You're good at. You know, you don't want to lose that. But at the same time, you want to gain other. Yeah. Mm -hmm. It all needs work. And that's what I'm trying to teach them. We shouldn't be trying to spend the most time where we're the best at. You know what I mean? Because that your plan is safe. You know you can win over there. So put your time somewhere, some places that scare you. Some places that you've always wanted to go but never went. You know what I mean? And I feel like that's just as much as our work-life balance as, you know, we've been taught to believe that it was just going to a job and raising a family. There's more to life than that. 
And that's cool. And that can happen. You know what I mean? But once you get that done and you get that, you know, consistent, then now what? And that's where a lot of us get in trouble because we're like, we did this work over here that people was just like, oh, it's going to take you years to do. We did it in months. And now we sitting here like, now what? Now what? Now what do I do? Same thing as school. <laughs> Kids get in trouble in school yeah. because of that. Not because they're dumb because they know all this work. Right. They're done with it in the first month. Mm -hmm. And if you and then, get a, a teacher who don't care, they're just going to be like, give them busy work. Mm -hmm. They're going to be done with that too. And they get bored. Because they don't have no balance, man. Mm -hmm. and, and that's what I feel like we have to learn as parents these things so we can pass them down it's too many things that we're just like oh well we didn't learn let's start with the kids you still mm -hmm. need to learn that shit mm -hmm. it ain't too late there was no deadline there was no age you had to no, know this by you just stop. need to know it mm -hmm. and then that'll help us too you know trying to configure shit in our life but it's so much room for learning and growth that i don't feel like a lot of us take advantage of so then we get in these situations where you just want to do the same thing. You know that. You've learned that. So you know you can relearn if you need to. You can learn more if you need to. But learning some new shit is scary. It is scary, but it's necessary. <laughs> it is. It's necessary to always be learning new stuff. Yeah. But it's to me, it's like <coughs> what comes with that. Why people stay away from it. Because when you learn new shit, you learn new shit about yourself. <laughs> and you learn shit that you but might have thought was wrong. Some people are afraid to learn themselves too. Some people are afraid to learn themselves. And I feel like we can never really get to the bottom of who's who with that. Mm -hmm. And a lot of people are coming to me with the work life balance shit. I'm working on it in my own right. But as I'm working on it more, I'm like, shit, you got to know yourself. I mean, how can we start building a schedule for and you if you don't know even know what you want to do or who you do or what you do or what you are supposed to do right now to get to what you claim you know you want mm -hmm. so it's like damn how do we jump to the end you gotta start at the beginning and that's everyone to me self journey is starting that's you getting yourself out of the bed not an alarm clock not a coach yelling at you not a spouse that's you getting yourself up out this bed and starting and then we can get into balance and shit but damn it's like i'm starting to feel like some people just want to skip to that part because they know they ain't started. So this ain't never even going to be relevant. It's a pointless conversation. You know what I mean? And I'm trying to have these conversations with people who are like, hit that wall. And they're like, I don't know where to go from here. I'm like, okay, I cool. I seen you started. You started navigating. You know what I mean? You started learning yourself and you hit the wall. Now I can work with you from here. Mm -hmm. But we got to get out of this notion of help. Like, if you're doing it all for somebody, you're not helping them. <laughs> you know? You're hurting them. Actually. Yeah. <laughs> you're hurting them. You really are. You, are you really are. Them. And a lot of these things, a lot of these instances that are day-to-day -day for all of us, a lot of shit that revolves around mental health, it's like, man, I just be wanting to jump into a gung-ho and like, do this, 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 this. But I know if you ain't done your due diligence, mm -hmm. all of this is is <laughs> Arabic. Like, mm -hmm. you ain't going to be able to read none of what I'm saying. So I'm like, okay, that works two ways. For me to even talk about it, I need to know my balance. You know what I mean? I know myself, but I do. I don't know my balance. I don't have a schedule. And some days it's cool, and some days it fucks with me. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. But it's just one of those things. Like I don't fucking know. I don't even know where to begin. <laughs> I don't even know where to begin because, like, I don't fucking know. <laughs> I feel like to have a work-life balance. There has to be that one primary thing that's like your life. And then you build everything a, else a, around off of that. It, yeah. Mm -hmm. I don't want to make that my kids because they grow up. Our point they is do. to literally prepare them to leave the nest, not keep them locked down in the fucking nest. Yep. 
So your kids is not your life. I'm sorry. And a lot of people don't like when I say that, but I firmly believe I will stick it's to true. that. It's true. It's hard, though. Hell yeah, it's fucking it's, hard. It's life really is hard. hard. <laughs> like, I had to get myself to literally step away from my children sometimes. Like, sometimes I just need to, you know, and that's something that I definitely work on because I feel like my parents were overbearing. Mm. And then... I seen the problem in it and I hated it. So now that I have kids, for a second I was doing it, I had to stop and think like, wait, this is the same thing. Yeah. The same thing. Literally. So you're absolutely right. You have to step away from them. Mm-hmm. And they you need do. that time away from you. You need that time away from them. Mm-hmm. And that's what I'd I be trying to push people to get them to understand. It's not a bad thing to say that. And sometimes people attach to their kids because they don't got a life of their own. And they live vicariously to their kids. I've seen that go wrong, too. Yeah. I've coached. Yeah. I've seen these parents, like, really thinking that's them out there. I'm yep. like, bro, that's your kid. Relax. This ain't your life. <laughs> you had your chance and you sucked. <laughs> so let them fucking play soccer and you sit your ass with the parents, bro. You ain't a player no more. <laughs> like, let that go. Your child. Yeah. Because that's all they want. They're not out here trying to win yeah. championships. They want to see you rooting for them in the fucking stands. Mm-hmm. And you can't root for them if you try to be on the field with them. Mm-hmm. I always did. Um, growing up, I did dance. So my dad used to hate dance. You know, ballet recitals. Dad, I mean, there's That's some dads that will, you know. Tell. I'll go. Exactly. But I don't mean I like it. It's boring. <laughs> so when I got in high school, I told him, like, I think I want to try basketball. He's like, oh, you want to try basketball? I was like, yeah, I just, now this is just, you know, I'm curious. It's not that, like, I probably didn't even really watch basketball. Yeah. I was just curious. You don't think you go to the league. Yeah. You, know, like, you want to dabble yeah. a little bit. So I started, and, you know, it was cool. And then he started getting, you know, more and more into it to the point where he was like, all right, we're going to get up and run in the morning. Oh, no. This is a part of basketball? Oh, no. I'm cool, Pops. <laughs> What's tennis oh, no. like? But it- <laughs> <laughs> like gradually you know like okay you do need to get up and you know run if this is something you're going to take serious had he had talked to me like that about it we need that up front it would have been you know okay maybe i'll do that but for him to just be so amped and just like pressure me on it it was like are you trying to live through me and my dad played basketball so he was danger zone he was i quit basketball so fast and went back to dance and it's hard yeah. not to do that. Like you said, I did that mm-hmm. with my son for a little bit, maybe one season. And then, uh, man, I just seen his face one time. He really didn't want to do that shit. Like, mm-hmm. he wanted the choice. He didn't want to have to. And I wasn't forcing him, but I'm like, I'm like that with every sport I used to be with my kids. Like, all right, you signed up. We doing this shit. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? I'm not even like that no more. Like, mm-hmm. they get into something, tell me they don't like it. It's all right. Let's go to the next thing. Let's try something else. Out. But we're not coming thing. back to this thing. Like, oh, I love it again. Uh-uh. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you don't like it. Let's go do what? something else. I played hella sports when I was a kid. The only one I really didn't play was football. Everything else I played. And I loved it. And And that's the part that us ex-athletes especially with fathers that we get caught up in it's not the sport or you being great for some of us it's like the lifelong bonds i got through sports the mm-hmm. fucking let's call it what it is sports is like our first real structure as kids like playing a sport playing an instrument something like that that's like really our first real structure mm-hmm. to where they on our we know we're not coming to have fun 
once you get good at it, you know you're here and it's work. It's right. going to be hard work. Mm-hmm. And we did this shit. We did it. We was in there playing fucking violins and playing soccer <laughs> and hooping, like, not complaining, yeah. just in there doing it, going home yeah. and practicing. That was, like, our first real thing. And then you made, I did, lifelong friends, not even because of this person's character, because they was in there in the trenches right. with me, going hard yeah. with me. Those yeah. days we crying and throwing up from running, they right next to me, crying and throwing up. From running. That creates bonds, man. That it creates does. lifelong. That's what I, I that's what I loved about basketball. And that's what I thought I was gonna miss when it was like it got taken away from me. Like I got hurt. So I oh man, that fucked me up. Because basketball was my life. So mm-hmm. when you wake up in the morning, we go to the gym just to fuck around, we go to practice, we go hoop, we go to class, we go back to the gym to work out, go back to the gym again for practice and maybe have a night session outside hooping. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, damn, I'm just really going to miss the game. And I love the game so goddamn much. But a month later, I realized what it was. I missed that structure. Now I had 24 hours with nothing what? fucking going on. And I was just bored. No and basketball gave me a purpose. It gave me something to fight for. It gave me something to talk about. It gave me something to go do, something to go watch, something to be a part of, something to teach. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Sports for a lot of us was everything because we had to make it everything because we didn't. I mean, what else was we going to do? You know what I mean? So I feel like it was that structure, that balance that, man, it created in our lives, especially sports. Like People were shocked. I'm like, bro, we was up 6 a.m. running <laughs> as kids. That's what we was doing. And the coach said, do what we did. We respect our coach so goddamn much. So that factor, too, in there, we was willing to listen to them and just ride. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? But we ain't think, like, oh, they punishing us or they running us too much or none of that. We was wow. we wanted to do this shit. Mm-hmm. It gave us structure. It gave us responsibility. It, gave us, it helped us mature. You know what I mean? So I feel like our issue as adults is we got to find that thing. And we were only told that thing could be work. And that's a fucking lie. Mm. That's a fucking lie. It is. People I see the most having fun ain't at work. <laughs> These things is out of the world in their life, man. I follow this uh, this couple, this Vietnamese couple called, their name is Nam Life on um, IG. And okay. they just travel the world trying new food and shit, like the world. They go on to different continents, just try food, That's spend dope. a month there. They're food bloggers, but they like are known. They get paid for uh-huh. it. I'm like, that's fun. I see that That's shit. I'm dope. like, that's yeah. fun. <laughs> That's what the fuck I yeah. want to make time for to do. Yeah. And I'm just in a position to where I feel like, okay, I'm willing to spend all this time working, all this time learning to get to that point. Mm-hmm. Like, I see people make money, and then they go work more and make more money. And I'm just like, what are you chasing? Like, what are you after? Because once you get that thing, then what? Then what do you do? Work is not a lifelong thing. No, and it shouldn't be. It shouldn't be. Like, our lives are short. We got suckered into that. Yeah, our lives are short. You know, we don't live, you know, long, long lives. Like, and I don't want to spend my whole short life. Working. working for somebody else for their dream. The most was work. Yeah, and all you're doing is simply helping somebody else's dream. That's all you're doing. But they figured it out. I'm not gonna get to my dream working mm-hmm. eighty hours a week. But if I work these ten people eighty hours a week, I'm at my dream. Mm-hmm. That's why I be in positions to where I didn't even used to take people, knock people who worked, or talk people out of college or out of work or. To each his own. There's some people who college have changed their fucking life. And there's some people who have wasted their time. 
You can't look at one person's situation and try to judge a whole fucking thing. You know what I mean? Like work. That's why I don't talk shit about work. Mm-hmm. I can just definitively, because I know myself, say it's not for me. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And that's okay. That The world would be a better place if people looked at shit like that. It would. Instead of complaining and nagging, it's not, it's not for me. Mm-hmm. It's not for me. It's not for me. And then these four people are like, oh, it's for me. Now they get to okay. go enjoy it. But motherfuckers don't know what they want. So it's a group of people trying everything. So the people this is actually meant for can't even enjoy it. It's so so oversaturated because mm-hmm. everyone's trying to do it because they don't know what the fuck they want to do. Yeah. And the world would be a better place if we all just stuck in our lane. You knit, cool. You bake, cool. But sometimes people <laughs> just find it easier just to fall in line. Mm-hmm. You know, they foul somebody or they see this can make money mm-hmm. and that becomes what they're chasing is the money of it. It's either fast money, it's long money, it's big money. It doesn't matter what kind of money they're chasing money. Mm-hmm. And that's dumb. Money is just a tool. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so if you don't even know how to use money, it's pointless for you to even have a bunch of it because you're just going to lose it. You're going to waste it. So what was the point of all of this? And now, really, you, you're going to be like, fuck, I did the money thing. What else? And that's all you spent your life learning how to do was make money. money. Some shit that comes to us just naturally because I don't look at money as a currency. It's mm-hmm. a tool. I know how to use tools. Mm-hmm. A hammer, too. Fuck money. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm not going to trip if hammers go away. I'm not going to give a shit. It was a tool. I used it for what I needed it for. Mm-hmm. And if I didn't need it for that purpose, I wasn't even talking about it, thinking about it. There was no point of it. So with me, I'm more of a freedom of time kind of person. That's why I'm trying to balance like my work-life schedule because I just want to be able to move and do what I want to do when I want to do it. Okay. You know what I mean? And if you put yourself in certain situations in life, you know, you can hinder yourself from doing that. Like, mm-hmm. if you got to always be somewhere, always got something going on, I mean, how when are you really living your life? In between the lines, in between the cracks, you know what I mean? Or if you know where you want to live and you're working for this right now, this ain't even a discussion for you. Mm-hmm. Not even shit I thought about. When I was at Chase, I'm like, I know my expiration date from here. And it's when these situations line up. These situations didn't line up. I left that bitch early. I opened my store, my shoe store. Fucking regretted it. Mm -hmm. (laughs) But I don't regret shit long term. So I got over it. But I was like, man, I should have stayed a little bit longer. Mm Because my store, some shit happened and it got delayed for four months. So we still having to pay rent. And the bitch ain't open. We can't even make money. So I left so Chase. I'm not even making it. money yeah. at Chase. I'm losing money. I'm burning it into all the money yeah. I put up to flip in the store. Mm-hmm. So I started off behind, trying, thinking I was ahead. And it happens that fast, man. That's why I tell people, like, when I opened the store, they was just so excited. I'm like, bro, I ain't did shit yet. Like, I'm just getting started. You can't be overly excited about all this shit. shit yeah. It's just part of my plan. It's just part of my process. Yeah. And that shit turned into nothing more. I had two shoe stores. Turned into nothing more than fucking a learning experience. That was it. And that's what some shit is. That's why I can't get overly excited about shit. Because some shit is literally just to teach you a lesson. And then it's done. And you're going to run into some shit you actually want. And you're going to be like, I learned this lesson. I'm about to apply it to what I actually want. Mm -hmm. The end. Mm -hmm. I think that's the hardest thing for me um, with working, you know, a full-time job and, you know, a business. It's like... And full-time mom. And full-time mom. (laughs) It's like, you know, I need to be doing this, but I have to be here. You know, I can't do this. Like, I think, like, my planner, that's my... I see. That's my my tool. Like, I got them. I will not agree to anything until I look in that planner. <coughs> like, okay, you said you want to. All right. That's what I need to Let learn. me look. 
Let me look in this planner first. I need to stick to that. Yeah. Yeah. It just feels like work, man. Anything that feels like work, I just be like. But it keeps you so organized, though. Listen. (laughs) There is no way with life Mm -hmm. and things that I have to do that I can keep that all in my head and remember to get everywhere on time, you know, right place, everything. Without a planner. Like, there is just. And I'll be thinking I can. That's where Mm -hmm. I'm. That's fucked I'm up, man. You. And then days, you know, when you have your days where it's just a you day, cross that bitch off. Put an X through it. I like that. Put an X through that day. That's going to take me so much time. But I'm a does, worrier. I take, I take so my even days me. I tell myself I'm going to relax, shit comes up, it be on my mind. I'm like, I got to. Well, then that's when you have to do something to take your mind off of it. That's where you gotta do something that you just enjoy. That's just you sounds, know learning yourself. Sounds like more work. You know, <laughs> it's not though. It's actually you know learning yourself. I love learning myself. I love learning myself. Like I don't. The problem is I know myself. I did all this shit, but I did this shit as a kid. It was like mm-hmm. punishment, mm-hmm. and I was like. The rebel kid. So what mm-hmm. I'm having in my adult life is I'm still rebelling from shit I was taught oh, back then. Man. And people are trying to reteach me. It's like, I know it. I just hate it. Because <laughs> <laughs> every time I did it, I was in a fucked up space. So now uh-huh. when I do it and I start getting a fucked up space, I'll just close the book. Like, nah, I'm cool. Mm-hmm. Especially a day, a relaxed day. I don't even want to open it. And then now it's three days and I ain't opened it. Now it's a wrap for the planner. Mm-hmm. That's how quick it happens. Uh-huh. <laughs> That's how quick it happens. So I've been learning. I got to um, to add value, even things of value. You know, if it's lesser value, you got to sacrifice those things for things of more value. And mm-hmm. that's why I'm, I try to get people the notion to stop looking at things as good and bad. Because everything that we get rid of isn't bad for us. Some things just yeah. no longer have space in what we're trying to do. Mm-hmm. And it could be a very good thing and bring you very good results. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. it's not about the results. And it's not about it's having room for what you need room for. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And eventually, if you got a 20-kit tool shed, you're like, damn, it's a lot of room. And it comes a time where you get one tool that does all those things. I mean, you're going to keep the 20 or get the one. You know what I mean? It's a no-brainer. So I feel like if we start looking at shit like that in our own lives and our own rights, people, you know, we can start making easier decisions of, I know this is really great. And, and this is probably the most prevalent to me in friendships with people. Like... Cutting people off is so predicated whether they was a bad friend or not to people. I'm like, it, it has nothing to do with that. It has nothing because if they were a bad friend to you, they've already cut themselves off. They already showed you they were a bad friend. Yep. Truly cutting somebody off is either seeing where this is headed, you know what I mean, and mm-hmm. it's not somewhere that I want to head, or it's just you don't have room for what we do. Like if we're good friends and it's just entertainment and we cool, we never argue, never fight, no nothing. I mean, eventually, when my life is not no longer just entertainment, what am I going to do? Am I going to keep you along to fucking despite what I'm trying to do in my own life? Or am I just going to let you know in a nice way, you know? It could be hellos and happy birthdays, but that's it. It's growth. It's growth, you know? (laughs) But the issue is everyone's not growing with you. Yeah. So they don't see that it as growth. Mm -hmm. They see it as hostility. Mm -hmm. And a lot of people run into problems. They don't want to deal with that hostility. That's why I said I was just in a such a fucking just how everything aligned for me in life is why I be so excited every morning. Like is is why I can say I'm happy every day. 
because I look at myself as so incomplete and I meet so many people that think I'm just doing so much. And I'm like, you got to you got to chill on that, because that's more just a testament how you see yourself and where you are. You don't know what I have to do every day or what I have going on. So don't think I post something good or you see some good and I'm just celebrating all day. This ain't mm-hmm. shit to me. A lot of this is just to show people, like, you can do it. I don't think I'm any better than any one of you motherfuckers. I just buy into what I believe. Mm-hmm. And I don't let people change my mind about what I believe. You're going to have to have some pretty strong arguments. And if you have having them type of level arguments, my nigga, we need to be friends. We need to be talking about this kind of shit every day. So if I'm talking to you less, it's just you're not stimulating my mind. I feel like it's a one-way stimulation street. It can't be like that. Mm -hmm. Because eventually I keep pouring, I'm going to be empty. Mm -hmm. And then that's another way how our time gets fucked up. Mm -hmm. Because we're helping everybody and we're trying to put Mm -hmm. people on game. And we're trying to, damn, I just read this book and learned this. Let me go tell such and such. Mm -hmm. But if they was reading that same fucking book when you was reading that same fucking book, now we can come together and give each other insight. Now I'm educating you. Those are two different things. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? I had to tell people that last year when I was dating them, like, I don't want to feel like I'm educating you or like I'm a mentor to you. I don't look for that in companionship. I want a companion. Like, mm-hmm. I want someone who I can pull from, too. Mm-hmm. Not like I'm just giving you all the game. And you just taking it all from me. Yeah. And there's nothing wrong with that for you. But for me, it's like, where does that leave me? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And if, you're, if we're such good friends, why haven't you considered what I get out of this? It's all these questions that you, you know, you have to start asking yourself the honest questions and giving yourself honest answers about these questions. And I feel Mm -hmm. like we'll get closer to everything we're trying to do. That's what I'm realizing. Like, I'm just working on my mind and it's bringing me closer to the 10 things that I was reaching for instead of trying to reach for each one, you know, individually. Individually. Just fix yourself and your perception is going to change over these 10. That's going to give you different results. Mm -hmm. Whether they're good or bad is perspective. It's going to give you different results. Every new result ain't great. Every new result ain't shitty. It's just new. It gives you something to compare to. It gives you more perspective on what you once thought. And that was my issue. That's probably been my only biggest issue in life. Like, I just be so certain about shit. So, it is hard for me to understand what somebody's saying when I feel like they're not either trying to understand me or they're just not even trying to explain. Mm -hmm. They're just trying to say, well, this is how I feel. Okay, cool. Why? Why? Like, well, I mean, I just didn't know. Like, what got you? What happened and got you to this point of feeling this way? Because something happened. That's not, I don't believe in coincidence mm-hmm. and random shit. Like, these series of events equals you. There's so, what, what happened? Why do you feel this way about this and that, but not this and that? Like, why? And then, like, most cases, I'm just learning. Like, if people don't want to talk about themselves because they don't know. <laughs> It's not because you're being aggressive or you're being mean and you're questioning. It's because they don't fucking know. Because I've sit and watched people talk trivial shit about themselves for days. Mm-hmm. And I'm just like, no one cares about this. Okay, important question, important question, important question. They're just like, I don't know. I don't know. You don't know what? You don't know yourself? You don't know the question? What don't you know? Help me understand. Because <laughs> you're with yourself <laughs> all day, every day, the rest of your life even. That's how it's going to play out. Mm-hmm. You'll be with yourself more than you'll be with anybody, anybody. else. So how do you think you know me so well and you don't even know yourself? You know what I mean? And you can't love yourself. And you can't make time for yourself. And that's where I ran wrong at. I was letting people attach to my lives and they started becoming my fucking routine. And it's like, it can't be like this. Because then when I want to branch off, what the fuck are you doing? You know what I mean? You got to create your own fucking routine. And ours can collide and we have areas where we meet and mix. That to me should be the hard part. But figuring out whose routine is what shouldn't be hard. It should be, okay, you do all this all day. I do this all day. Where where can we meet in yeah, our day? Mm-hmm. 
That's the hard part. At least to me, it should be. I mean, everybody has problems. But to me, your quality of life is determined by the type of problems you have. You feel me? So, yeah, us, your spouse and you trying to find time for each other in the day is a fucking problem. It's only a big problem depending on how y'all live. You know what I mean? Do he live in another country? Y'all never see each other? Or y'all both just so active and productive and helping the community, y'all don't, don't have, have that time. time. Both the same problem, but two, I'm sure these two people are going to look at it differently. And then it falls down to if you even give a shit. Because if you give a shit, we're going to move something around. If I don't move nothing around, then I mean, maybe I like things this way. <laughs> and that's another hard truth that people can't accept. You know what I mean? Like, damn, I see this person once a month. Like, maybe they like it like that. And you like them and care about them so much. So are you really upset? Because that's who they are. So you can't agree with everything about somebody until they give you their opinion about you. And that's when people want to disagree with you instantly. I mean, they can agree with everything you say yeah, until you say so. how you feel about them. Mm-hmm. I'm like, ooh, that's the first thing I step back. Like, ooh, you ain't dealt with that yet. All right, I'll leave that alone. That's still an open wound. Okay. <laughs> but you're aware that I'm aware now that you need to deal with that. I can't be friends with you if I can't have a conversation with you. And to me, there's no caps or fucking anything you put on a convo. We should be able to talk about anything under the sun if you're going to yep. be bold enough to call me that friend word. Because yep. I don't call people friends. Yep. So if you telling me you're a friend, I should be able to say anything to you. And we have enough trust that you know I'm not being malicious. That I'm trying to get results for both of us. Mm-hmm. And that's why I lose friend- friends. <laughs> I don't like calling people friends. People are so entitled you get a title, they feel like you're this or you're that. Like, why? We ain't even built or established nothing for you to be t- trying to put me in a box. And then there's a problem that you can't even find a box my size, my nigga. You can't put me in a box. So if that's what you're trying to do, you're going to fail. And that's where I went wrong. I was spending my time and my routine and my day trying to make room for those people because they didn't have nowhere to go or because they were so intrigued in what I was doing. And it's like, okay, but what does that have to do with me? I know what I'm doing. I understand what I'm doing. I don't need cheerleaders. I don't need praise. I need other person, people doing similar shit. And we niggas. <laughs> we niggas. My niggas in class was right next to me doing a paper. Sometimes I'm looking at Joe's shit. Sometimes you're looking at my shit. <laughs> But it's not just you side by side copying all my answers. That's not friendship. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? That's one sided. Mm-hmm. Those was usually the bullies. Those was usually motherfuckers that didn't even like you. They just knew you were smart. They had enough insight to know, well, I can beat this motherfucker up. So if I need some answers, they're going to give them to me. Stop letting motherfuckers beat you down. It should be a give and a get for friendship. Man. You know? Man. It should be a give and a get. Yeah, because if you're just giving, if you're just getting, you're taking. Mm-hmm. Tell people that all the time. And by what you think you're taking, lets me know further who you are. Mm-hmm. But I tell people you're taking. Oh, you think uh, money, da 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 See, what you feel like you're it's taking is on you. Money. But there's more things you can take than yeah, money, my nigga. <laughs> you can take money. You can take peace. You can take patience. You could be taking yeah. up space for a good friend. You could be taking up the last that I have. You could be taking up more than money. You know what I mean? Like, it's that kind of shit. We should be able to have those conversations and you tell me how you feel, not you just say what you feel like is going to get you in the least trouble or what's going to keep me around. And I've dealt with too many people like that. And I'm like, okay, it's because you don't know what you want. And that's okay, but you got to go figure it out. It's not going to come to you while you're trying to give everybody else what they want. Because they might not even know what the fuck they want. So now y'all just spinning each other in circles. 
For what? And we've got nothing from it. You know what I mean? Our teens going in the 20s, cool. But now some most of us is 30. So for the last 10 years, living the way you live, what can we say it got us? If it's nothing, that means you need to do something different. different. Like today. <laughs> now. <laughs> like now. Because you're going to spend another 10 years doing the same shit. You already seen what that got you. And then there's others who've seen what that got them. And they comfortable with that. Because, shit, at least I know what it gets. It may not be the best, but at least I know what it is. It ain't no mystery either. That's why they stay with the same people. That's why they do the same things. Why they're afraid to leave their job when they got an opportunity to leave. I don't fucking push niggas out of their job. But, man, when people be coming to me like, yo, my uncle got this and I just got to move out of town to do this. Nigga, why ain't you moved? Because I was listening to you complain about your job for two years. And now you got it out. And you afraid to take the out. So what did you spend all that time complaining for? You should have just worked your job and been a good worker and shut the fuck up. Mm -hmm. I don't give a fuck if you like your job or don't like your job. Have a business and work and don't work. I don't give a shit. But if you're going to complain about something, fix it. If you're not going to fix it, we don't want to hear you complain. We don't care. It's that simple. And I don't care what it is. A business job, it makes no difference to me. People going to live their lives the way they live their lives. And the notion that everybody's supposed to have a business is fucking dumb as shit. Everybody's not meant to have a business. Business owners need workers. They do. So if everybody got a business, who the fuck going to be running the businesses? (laughs) Like, what? For a nigga to own a McDonald's, there's so many employees that has to trickle down under him just to make it run. That's one McDonald's. Them bitches all over the world. Come on, man. We got to be realistic. Things one thing, you got to have somebody working that job to get that thing from them. Somebody has to be pulling Amazon. Yep. And y'all don't want robots doing it, so who else going to do, do it? it. <laughs> but people You're get guilted into living their lives. And then you get that notion that people play it safe like that. Like, oh, well, I know such and such had a business and lost it. Like, okay, but you don't have to stay at your job to be a worker. There's other fucking jobs out there. I'm not saying you hate your job, leave, go get a business. You can leave your job for a better opportunity. Okay. How many apps have you put your fucking name into? How many companies have you reached out to? How many luncheons have you done? I'm like, I fucking worked a job maybe for five years in my life. And I was running circles around niggas. Because the same shit I was doing in the streets, I was doing in my job. I would come into this job. I need to know the higher ups. They need to know my face. I'm going to be clean. Well, you know what I mean? I'm in their fucking world. It's not my preference. It doesn't matter if I want to get up at seven. If I got to be up at six, I have to be up at six. I am living somebody else's life for them. So you have to understand that while you're doing it. Exactly. So I have to understand that's what's happening. I can't be in denial that that's what's happening. Mm -hmm. I've accepted that at this point. Cool. So now I'm going to get my money and get the fuck out. If I don't like it as much as I say I don't like it, then I'm going to do something about it. Not sit and complain. That's not doing shit. Mm -hmm. So then I'm like, all right, I'm going to meet the higher ups. I'm going to rub my nose with them. I'm asking them for game shit. They like, all right, we learned in six months. I'm coming in their office like explain this 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 because i've been reading the book on my own so you a little ahead cool i'm gonna leave your office you say some shit like that a motherfucker pull a chair up cool you trying to help me get up i hate that's the one thing i hated about working a job somebody trying to tell me the pace i should be working at don't tell me this job promotes growth and now you trying to keep me in one spot limit my growth and then i address it and it's an issue now but this is what y'all led with come work with us you can grow within the company y'all led with this shit so now I'm holding you to your word. It's well, a problem. Exactly. Let me fucking get where you at. Let me grow. You mad I'm going to get there faster than you? Let me get Let me get your, Let me me get get your. a shot at your job. Yep. <laughs> I bet I'll take that motherfucker. Yep. 
And that's why I'm going to win. That's why I'm better than y'all mentally than what y'all think y'all are. It's because they can't tell me I'm going to lose. They can't tell me I'm in a trap. And I worked that same job next to y'all ass, but I had a different mentality. Prison is of the mind. You already told yourself you was stuck in this position. You wasn't moving up. I told these niggas, y'all ain't keeping me in this position. So we all gonna have to figure something out because <laughs> I'm not staying right here. <laughs> Six months. Fuck that. I'm ready to move on now. Y'all see me in class. I'm taking the calls. I'm helping these motherfuckers. Come on, bro. Don't play with me. You can play with them because they cool with that. Fuck that. Niggas spending their whole shift talking about their paycheck. Let a digit be off. I'm in somebody's office. I'm knocking on doors. Uh, there's been an inconsistency um. in your algorithms for the last two checks. No, we, we need to talk now. For the last two cycles. <laughs> sis got so tired of seeing me, the VP of Chase. She like, just email me from now on. No, sis, I'll be at your door. I know you get emails all face. day, my nigga. I want to see your face. And then, at the, and then after a while of me addressing, it stopped happening. Because they realized he ain't going to take no shit. But if you've been taking shit for seven years and you picked that one time not to take shit no more, motherfuckers ain't going to care. Yeah. You ain't been, you've been taking that shit for seven years. That's why I let them know up front. <laughs> anything ever happened with a child, with me, a mom, anything. Don't expect me to come in this bitch tomorrow. Mm-hmm. You will not see me in attendance. I'm letting you know that. So you don't even got to pretend like you thought I was going to be in this bitch. No, I'm not. I told you when I was leaving, I am not coming in tomorrow. Mandatory, I am not coming in tomorrow. <laughs> so whatever you feel you need to do with that information, just do it here. You go fire me, fire me right here. I don't oh, give God. a shit. I, I can't. I've seen people I know, I've seen family members die at jobs. They lose their health. Their job is their life. And it makes them sick. It makes them tired. And it's not even just the physical part. We can do that physical shit all the time. It's the mental part. You've been mentally aging yourself because you're telling yourself this is it. So a year now, for like 10 years. This is drag on by. You making plans already for two, three years now to do the same shit. That shit's scary when I see people doing that. I make plans next summer to do some next, some new shit. Mm-hmm. I don't even like traditions all like that. I'm trying to get out of that shit. Like, yeah, we going to Disneyland, June, June. Like, that's the same thing. The I just tell the kids, like, we going out of town. We going somewhere. And it's probably going to be somewhere fucking new. Mm-hmm. Don't got to be the shit you want there. You don't know what's there, my nigga. So let's go there. You're going to see it. And then you're going to find out. We all going to find out together. Yeah. And that's what I'm more centered now. Like, I done got off social media. Like, I'm really just being a dad and running my brand. You know what I mean? And that's what I'm just pouring everything into. It's too many distractions. Just too many. <laughs> we create distractions for ourselves sometimes. Because we, we get so used to grinding and being in that... Once we get out of it, we in that coast where it's like, okay, now you need to learn how to manage it. It ain't the grind no more now. It's the paperwork. It's managing the money. You're like, fuck, I'm bored. <laughs> and the first thing a nigga do when they bored is spend some money. Yep. Especially people, us that ain't never had shit. We're going to spend some money. Or at least we ain't had the shit that we wanted. We had some shit people told us was good for us. You're about, what, seven? This looks like it's good for you. What? Yeah. <laughs> Get to know me, and then you'll know what's good for me. Because <laughs> then I won't even have to tell you. You'll just get it for me. So you don't know me. I'm not typical seven-year-olds. That was my childhood. It's like we ain't have a voice. And now that I have one, it's like I'm trying to do shit different. you know. And the hardest part is the people who are doing nothing wrong. They take it the most awkward, like... You're cutting me off. I'm like, it's not even necessarily a cutoff. <laughs> it's just, uh, I don't know. 
We're undersized. I don't know. I, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. HR says some money missing. We gotta let a couple people go. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I don't even be knowing what to say. People be messaging me on Facebook like, I wonder why I see you while you unfriended me. And I'm just like, okay. I don't even know what to say back to this shit. Like, all right. And I feel like I would acknowledge that or you would have an argument if you knew me. Because if you knew me, that means we probably talking or in, you know, if I ain't talked to you in months and you're just like, oh, you unfriended me? Come on, dog. This Facebook shit ain't real to me. This social media shit ain't I don't consider you my friend because we accepted each other on there. Like, mm-hmm. stop. I accepted y'all so y'all can see the shit I promote. Like, come on. <laughs> y'all know we ain't fucking friend. Don't play with me like that. If we in a room full of people, I get it. Be on your fake shit. Don't get in my messages with just us. And you know what it is and I know what it is. And you trying to pretend like I should be doing something different. That's insulting. <laughs> you try to put me in a position like you know me, but clearly showing you don't fucking know me. And that's okay. You know what I mean? So you're going to get to know me at this point? No, nah, man. I hate when people unfriend me. All right, well, bye. So why did you even come in my messages? <laughs> What was the point? Right. Why are you addressing me? Like, you want to be seen? What do right. gain from this? You got what? your five minutes. Congrats. You feel better? <laughs> do you want a cookie? Like, fuck out of here. People are nuts, man. I don't take the Facebook serious either at all. Ain't real. Because people ain't showing they real shit. If we was all being real on there, then we could have real freshness on there because mm-hmm. we would know each other. But y'all show people what they want to see. Mm-hmm. So you're creating a fake environment and expecting real results. Oh. You're fucking nuts. It does not work like that. And that's one of the fakest environments. Like most I see most people like, I gotta get on Facebook. Instagram's cool, IG's cool. I mean you know, I mean Snapchat is cool. Yeah. I can post and get the fuck off. I stopped getting on social media like so 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 much because it gives me anxiety. Like it gives me a lot of anxiety sometimes. Like I know if and it can be sometimes it's something so simple that I'm going through. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? And I see, you know, it just seemed like good post after good post after good post after good post after good post. And now I'm feeling like... I'm locked in. <laughs> Five hours then passed. I mean, not that, you know, I'm happy, you know, people getting engaged. I'm happy for you, sis. You know, people graduate in school. I'm happy for you, bro. Like, but at this time, I just, I'm going through something, you know? And that shit ain't real. It's not. I'm be the same motherfuckers two weeks later. I'm about to stab this nigga. <laughs> Holding a knife with no wedding ring on that head. Wait, what happened, sis? <laughs> There's not gonna be a thing. You're not gonna see that. <laughs> I'm not gonna see that. You just swallowed the ring, mm-hmm. try to stab buddy down. What happened? Shit was all good a week ago. <laughs> mm-hmm. That's why I don't indulge in that no more. I throw the kids up and hop the fuck off when I was on. Nah, I don't mm-hmm. post shit. Unless it's business or the podcast or, you know what I mean, some education. Mm-hmm. I don't give a shit no more, man. We get we get sucked into people's problems because, one, we know how to fix them. And then, two, it's that, ah, compassion is such a weakness we have. Such a weakness. It is. <laughs> oh, my God. And then I don't get to be compassionate because when I do, it be fake. So it's like I'm not even growing and learning because it's fake. So we can't even get better at the shit because y'all keep doing bullshit. And now it's making me want to use it even less. <laughs> God damn, like, what the fuck is going I mean, if I try to help somebody the most, it has the biggest blowback in my face. 
You do a little bit for somebody, they turn that shit to a whole situation. I'm trying to change your whole life. That shit just is a grenade. I'm like, what the fuck? But then I learned, like, you can't give people the results. They need the process. They need the journey. You can't just take them to the end and drop them off. They didn't learn nothing. They're not going to appreciate it. That's why we really shouldn't be doing that shit for people. That shit ain't help. We doing it for you. Help is you doing it. You hurt yourself or you tired. All right, I'm going to come pick it up. If I'm doing the whole project, this ain't help. I'm doing this. This is my work. <laughs> like, I'm fixing your problem. And that's cool when you don't have shit. It's cool when you're younger. But then when you get older and you have your own problems, who working on our problems? While we out here saving the world and fucking putting a band-aid on this bitch, the niggas is going to rip off as soon as you leave. The band-aid came off. Come back. <laughs> Nigga, stop playing with the bad day. <laughs> I gotta go put some fires out over here. <laughs> Shit. You ain't the only one I help. Fuck. <laughs> and then we tired and we've made so many commitments. My homegirl was just saying that on Snap. Like, I really gotta start telling people no. Mm-hmm. I said, and that's such a fucked up part that some of us that's on the verge of going to the next level, that's what's holding us back. That like little that. fucking thing is just. Telling niggas we no. It's what's holding us back. About that. Me and a couple, two of my girlfriends, we was talking about that, saying no, and not being too nice. Like it's okay to say no. Like you can say no whenever you want to. Honestly, you know, it's okay. Yeah, it ain't gonna kill them. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that enabling shit will though. Mm-hmm. Mm. Well, alright, listeners. Thanks for tuning in again. Um, y'all know where to find me. Good life underscore Russ. That's on all social media handles. I fucking, I mean, I appreciate y'all. Like, I can't do this show without y'all listening, without y'all writing in, you know, without your reviews, without your shares. Like, none of that stuff goes unnoticed. I truly, truly appreciate it. Like, I don't ask for now. I don't need no donations, no money. Just share my shit. Talk about it. You know what I mean? Keep the conversations going. Give me conversations you feel like we should be talking about. Nothing's off limits. Um, keep have keep the conversations going. Um, you wanna? Um, <laughs> I don't know, y'all. Y'all be good. <laughs> okay, be good, everybody. <laughs>